Hey we is girls. welcome back to On Top of the Podcast where we talk about current race sex and anything that pops into my head, you're very welcome back. So on this week's podcast we're going to be talking about the political side of the pandemic. Now, this is a lot. There is so fucking much that can be said for this pandemic, Um, like political wise obviously our country's gonna go into the whole world's actually gonna go into a depression so really are we really are live reliving the roaring 20s <laughs> with the fucking the pandemic the uh, the economic crash and now we're going into the it's not the 30s yet but we're gonna have the great depression after this which is really fucking everyone's really coming full circle isn't it <laughs> um no, but yeah, I wanted to talk about that. Just before we get into that, how's everyone getting on with their quarantine? Obviously, I think we have we are two weeks into our three weeks, I think. Um, in my opinion, I think they're actually gonna add more onto it, but you know, I just I don't think I don't think they want to scare people by saying we're gonna go into like eight weeks lockdown or thirteen weeks lockdown, because that will literally people will shit themselves and both buy it again. Yeet. Uh yeah, so how is everyone getting on? I'm personally I'm thriving. Actually, for for a good week, two weeks in quarantine, I was hating everything. Um, uh, my mental health went really bad. Um, because I, you know, obviously, I think your mental health will decline during this at some point. Um, I'm not saying that's bound to happen, but I mean technically it is bound to happen because you're spending so much time in a confined space um even though you can go for walks you're really you're limited to two kilometers which isn't a lot and especially if you live in rural ireland you're not really seeing any other life which is kind of which can be debilitating to your mental well-being and health um but i'm personally i'm an extrovert and introvert and if you don't know what that means um that means that in public situations I like public speaking I'm very I'm a people person I love talking I'm chatty but I do like spending time by myself and I do I am quite introverted in that in that respect um I feel like I was born into it because I'm an only child so I feel like it's literally in my DNA to be introverted a little bit but um yeah, like, I, I'm honestly, I'm kind of thriving, like, today, I woke up, had a shower, uh, fucking, I did my makeup, now, girls, even though I'm not, I'm literally sitting here talking to my phone, I just, you know, sometimes you just need a little bit of self-care, I'm, although, you know, you don't have to put makeup on to do self-care, I just, I was in the mood, you know, I was, I was in the mood, I was feeling girly, um, so, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of liking it, to be honest, but, like, obviously, you know, or within a global pandemic, you can't really be too delirious about it. But um, this whole time period is really good for self reflection and stuff. And don't okay. So I like with when I said like my mental health like deteriorated for like a good week or two. Um, I was putting a lot of pressure on my eating. Um, and my exercise because obviously when you're in lockdown and stuff, not that you're constantly looking in the mirror, but you're with yourself majority of the time and um me being an only child I literally am with myself a lot a lot a lot of the time because my parents are busy doing their own thing and also I don't you know when you don't want to interfere in them because I'm I'm annoying like I'm, I'm really annoying 
so I would annoy them and I can tell I'm annoying them so I prefer to spend time a little bit by myself so I'm not annoying them too much because it is a very stressful time for your parents like financially and stuff like this is really like it's tough on everyone really it's tough on the whole country's economic system and also your parents financial stability because they're not having a stable job even though they could be getting the COVID payment it's stressful sorry um yeah I was putting a lot of pressure on myself to exercise and stuff and I was doing all these Chloe Ting workouts and these like 30 day challenges and stuff which I'm like I'm still like doing I'm still like enjoying them but I'm not putting a lot of pressure on myself I'm I was doing it like when I was doing it I was like putting pressure on myself to be a certain a certain not a certain level like a certain person if that makes no that doesn't make sense but I was like I need to do this like I need to do it because I was seeing it online everywhere like everything was like fucking couch 5k like all, all this stuff so and also I kind of I do struggle with like um self-esteem issues with that so like I do I was like putting a lot of pressure on myself so I can I can see a lot of people I can see why a lot of people would struggle during this time because you know you're not busy in yourself too much which is why you should listen to my podcast because like it takes a good few minutes on your day um no but you know what I mean like you you're looking at yourself all the time so you're constantly you're putting that little bit extra added pressure because you're um you're looking at yourself nearly all the time you're within yourself's company so you're going to be obviously questioning yourself a lot more um but just remember you're all beautiful you're all ride bags and you're all beautiful people you're humble you're legends uh, majority of you probably don't know personally but <laughs> hi <laughs> um so yeah it's a really good time for self-reflection to kind of gather your thoughts if you're in a very stressful environment all the time obviously leaving search you're still in a stressful environment um also one thing about the whole leaving search thing I know I can't comment way too much on it because I'm not a leaving search student but if you think about it this way this affects 50 years as well this really does affect us for next year um I do understand the whole bell curve thing but if there's more people especially this year as well um if there's if you're leaving leaving sir please skip this because I feel like I'm going to stress you so much more um if there's people reapplying for the leaving cert this year and all of these people have gotten 100% in their leaving cert uh orals that bell curve is going to be a lot like higher and stuff so it's going to be harder for people to get college courses and stuff which is really really scary but also um the CAO is going to be a little bit fucked up for 50 years next year so bear that in mind if you fucking say let's cancel leaving cert so what are you going to do are you going to research are you going to reset your leaving cert next year with all of us and so there's a less chance of you getting into college and there's less chance of us getting into college so the CAO fucking points are going to be a lot higher hmm okay hmm? just let that sit with you um because oh I can I can understand understand like um I was talking about this with my friend last night um we were saying I can understand if this the added stress of doing your leaving cert that is a huge thing um to do during a global pandemic when everything is literally going fucking tits up and I can understand when you're like just cancel like I just want to don't don't I don't want to do it because as humans we naturally just fucking put things aside like we're like eh, I don't want to deal with that 
Um, I can 100% understand. But if you think about it logically, it's not good to cancel it. Because if, like, number one, you might never get to sit your leave insert. But you could sit, like, on, on a PLC, stuff like that. Not PLC, you know what I mean. Um, <coughs> what's my voice doing? Um, or, you know, you could resit with all of us. There's going to be... <laughs> there's going to be a lot more there's a lot less of a chance of you getting into college and a lot less of a chance of us getting into college as well so there's not going to be enough space now with the whole online thing there's loads of especially in America there's lots of college courses that you can do um especially like you can actually you can get qualified and stuff online or you can just do a f- like courses if you want you don't have to necessarily which I think is a really good idea and I feel like the global pandemic is kind of showing us now obviously I'm not in college I don't I'm like see that's the thing you can't you can have an opinion on things but when you're not actually living that little thing it's like really hard to have an opinion on something when when people could literally like eat you for it because you're not in that because I'm not doing my leaving cert this year and I'm not in college but I still have an opinion on it because I know that like the whole leaving cert thing could affect me if you cancel it or with the whole CAO thing so you know um but I feel like the whole doing especially if if it does come to a thing where like college courses are really really hard to get into why shouldn't you be able to still provide that course online for people who didn't get a place in the actual college but they're still in the college but it's just online anyway I'm not going to get too much into that because I'll keep talking about it um but yeah for the education system I kind of the whole teams thing is working so far I'm kind of finding it a little bit hard in some subjects to kind of teach myself a little bit too much even though they have like helpful videos um but yeah leave a fucking leave a comment down below uh message me if you want to have a little talk about the whole education thing so i would like to i would like to have a little chitty chat about it so um another thing that i find mental about this pandemic well this is the first thing the homeless crisis so now every single homeless person in ireland now has a bed and they now have somewhere to sleep in why wasn't that done before and I yeah okay they were they're in hotels and obviously those hotels need to they're there for tourism and stuff like that and there's obviously there's not enough tourism stuff but all of those people we're gonna have a little talk about the whole socialism capitalism in a second but fucking all those people now have a place to stay and you're telling me it was it was impossible for you to give those people those um those beds and stuff before this whole pandemic what the okay huh Huh? now um all of these majority of these hotels are owned by dennis o'brien um and the government obviously it's a government subsidized scheme that they're putting all these homeless people in thing the government of ireland made homelessness into a business they made these people's lives into a fucking profitable business which is fucking disgusting so they're really trying to our government during this whole pandemic went socialist 
for two fucking seconds. For two seconds. They got free health. They not free healthcare, but they got a public healthcare system up and running. They got all the homeless people into into hotel rooms and they housed them, which is really really good. But Dennis O'Brien and all these fucking people are profiting off the fact that these homeless people are homeless. Because they are having them in the hotels. And I know like it's like not directly giving them money. But in turn it actually does give them money if you think about it. Like. It's disgusting that they're profiting off the fucking country's plight. Like oh my god. (laughs) Like I just, I find that beyond disgusting to think about, but it's so beyond true and, you know, you can't really hide from facts and RT isn't going to broadcast that because that is a government, that is a a government run company. So obviously they're going to subsidize the news that we are taking in. I know that's fucking, that is scary to think about. That is so North Korea to fucking to think about, but it's true. The government do not want us to hear bad things about them because they want us to vote for them. Because that's, unfortunately, that's just politics. Like, it's like, if you look, it's really comparable to if you look in the United States at the moment with the whole election. Um, With Liberate Michigan, Liberate Minnesota, um, of them going against COVID-19 guidelines, and Trump tweeted, hashtag Liberate Minnesota, hashtag Liberate Michigan. Because he wanted votes. So he's going against all of the COVID-19 guidelines that he has put in place for his country to win votes. To win votes. The thing about politicians, they're always going to tell you what you want to hear. But it's not. If you go to a politician and you say, I want this, I want this. Of course, they're going to be like, yeah, I can so do that for you. Doesn't mean they're going to do it for you. No, because a lot of them are lying through their fucking back teeth. Like, as I said with the whole Liberate Michigan, Liberate Minnesota, middle America in American politics is always going to fucking win. They are always going to win because, well, it's in Trump's case anyway, the middle Americans are always going to win the that election because New York and the kind of quote-unquote liberated state the more um I always like it's so what I always make up left wing and right wing the more left wing people are going there's not enough of them to over like quote-unquote overthrow Trump and overthrow his like his power he has on these people in the states like Michigan Ohio Texas all of those middle American states and like California, New York, they're not big enough. And they're not large enough. They don't have the largest quantity to overthrow Trump. And yes, you could argue the fact that like, well, there quite possibly is. And, you know, a lot of um, the way the American voting scheme is, if you're an American citizen, and you live abroad, you can vote, Um, which is fucking kind of kind of good, but also kind of fucking insane. Um, You to think the amount of people that will turn out because a lot of people 
unfortunately the american system education wise a lot of people aren't educated properly especially in those middle america states they are not they don't have um i wouldn't say like access because like i think everyone does have access to schooling well actually not really no a lot of people don't have access to schooling but um the education system is not great over there so a lot of these people aren't going to be educated and they're not going to be you know a, like a lot of this is like i know it's like really hard to say it's really hard to say without like you know offending people i feel like no i wouldn't really say offending people but like saying that um not, i'm not calling like middle american people stupid obviously there are people that are really educated and stuff but like you know even in our country there's a lot of people that don't even bother their whole looking at the news or don't bother their whole looking in politics um and i will get on to why the fuck you should vote in a second um but those people in california and like things you think about the voting turnout so if people aren't bothered to look at the news or follow politics even a little bit to de- decipher between good or bad even though a lot of politicians are bad but like you know the quote unquote the right choice the right candidate for them to lead to to, for to have lead their country um so ultimately middle america always wins and that yeah um as i said about like following the news and politics now obviously i'm not the legal age to vote yet and that kills me because i actually would have killed to vote in this year's general election uh but you know they're five years now there's gonna be another one so um and you fucking i like my i know my demographic is uh 18 to 20 year olds um because like literally i can see analytics which is scary but it it's true um vote if you are not going out to vote and i know we don't have a general election at the moment but seriously if you are not bothering your fucking hole to go out and vote you um kind of disgust me a little bit because it when you're voting you don't need to be super invested in politics you don't need to be a real political head you don't need to be constantly looking at tweets or you know but you like obviously in my personal opinion if you aren't keep keeping up on your up-to-date and your current affairs this is just my personal opinion i'm not calling you stupid I'm just saying for myself, I would feel, I would feel there's no fucking point doing anything if I'm not up to date on my current affairs or I'm not doing, I'm not listening to news because I want to know about the country I'm living in because it affects me. It like it affects me personally because of who I vote for and who I decide to lead my country could fucking be it could literally be almost a life or death situation. I know that's very, very fucking brash to say. But if you think about if a government has put into place that offers all of these, um, all of the kind of amenities for like um, a better, a more, a higher minimum wage or a higher dole, which the dole in this country is 200 euro a week. And that is not enough for you to have a family like that is not like 200 euro a week if you have like two three kids that is actually not enough for you to provide for your kids or put a like or to 
<coughs> unfortunately, the way I look at it, healthy food is expensive. It can be expensive. Now, understand there's the 49 cents, like, um, vegetables. You can grow your own vegetables. I understand that whole argument. And I do agree with it that, you know, but a lot of the time, unfortunately, junk food is a lot cheaper um, than a really, really healthy cooked meal. And I know you can still get healthy food for for cheap or even the same price, but you know, you you know what I'm trying to say. Um, it like it isn't. It's two hundred euro a week. Isn't basically isn't sufficient for you to put a good meal on the table for your kids every single night. And I was talking to my dad about it earlier, and he was just saying to me, um, that when they give you that 200 euro a week, they are basically telling you to go die because that is not enough for you to live on. With bills, with rent, with... Now, understand you can get social housing and stuff, but even still, like, it is disgusting. Like, it, it is, like, it really is really upsetting that, like, a country is not actually providing a good enough um thing to live on if you have a family now if you're living on your own it can still be difficult but it still isn't really enough and it's the same with the COVID-19 payment um I actually know a few people who are getting the COVID-19 payment who actually have not done a fucking ounce of work an ounce they've probably worked once and then they quit their job but now they're getting COVID-19 payments because they're somewhat eligible um now, I'm not saying that you're not fucking entitled. A lot of people are entitled to this COVID-19 payment. Obviously, if you work, if you have a family. But yeah, all I'm saying is that... You need to... Like, yeah, okay, you need to vote because you're putting these measures... Not these measures in place, but you're helping to put, like, better measures in place. And if you... If you're not voting... If you don't care about the p- politics of your country, you don't care about your own, your own well, not well being, but you don't care about your own, um, not your own life, because like that's literally saying like you don't, you literally don't care about me, and I think you should be happy enough to die, but like you, you, you literally you don't really, you're not. Just fucking educate yourself, basically, is what I'm saying. Educate yourself on it and fucking vote because it affects you so fucking much because, like, you could be paying so much more tax and you could fucking your rent prices to go up and you could fucking, you know, you couldn't be putting a good meal on the table for yourself or your kids or anything like that. Obviously, I'm like, obviously a lot of people who listen to my podcast don't have kids because, you know maybe you do I don't know your situation ah I'm ranting um so yeah fucking vote fucking vote um so another thing is I was thinking about it earlier Germany do not have a really big lockdown they don't have a they don't have the same exact measures that we have in place um and that is because their government can provide ventilators for everyone in the country. And obviously they do have like some measures in place to stop the spread of the virus because I won't get into this whole argument, but um, 
I was going to say there. Ah, I literally, I literally went into a daze. Um, with the country heating, with the world heating up and stuff, the viruses are spreading a lot easier because the virus can spread easier in heat. Blah, blah, blah. But I'm not going to get into that. Um, fucking, yeah, they can provide ventilators for their, their, uh, like their people of the country because their government is very socialist and actually is a good fucking government. Um, and, now, I know you could say I was having to say I was having a conversation earlier with someone that there was like, oh, um, Mercedes, BMW, all them, like the car manufacturers, they can they can manufacture ventilators. Of course they can. And yeah, Germany is like four or five times the size of them. Of course they can. But a lot of these companies are government funded. Um with ventilators as well like they would be somewhat government funded i know mercedes is a huge company and all of them are huge companies and they're making so much money because people are buying their cars um but like if you think about it like nearly all big companies are somewhat government related but like if our government was socialist and was human for a second we could actually ireland produce a lot of the ventilators a lot of the ventilators in Europe right now, like I think we, I think a few two weeks ago, we were like the biggest manufacturer or something. But because the government couldn't pay for them, we weren't able to manufacture all of these ventilators to ultimately save lives. Because we have a capitalist government, um, and like what when I'm saying like we have a capitalist government. Fina Gale and Fina Gale only cares about money and that's just my personal opinion. If you vote Fina Gale, I'm very sorry, you can you can skip this if you want because I know I'm gonna offend you. Um Fina Gale fucking take from the poor and give to the rich and they I just personally I don't I do not agree with any of their manifesto uh that they put out for uh for this general election, but we're not gonna go into that. That is in the past, well technically it's not, because who fucking who got most of the votes in this general election? Sinn Fein. Who was leader of the polls? Sinn Fein. Who unfortunately didn't have enough TDs to fill a government? Sinn Fein. But who had majority overall of this government? Sinn Fein. But who is going into power? Fianna Gael and Fianna Fáil and Alan Kelly, leader of Labour. He will literally give his fucking left arm to get into government as well with Fianna Gael and Fianna Fáil he would actually give his left arm and there was something he said there when he was in he was minister for something well he said it if he said it a few months ago or even a year ago uh oh what was it he was like power is something oh my god I'm not gonna be able to think about it oh yeah power is profit he literally said power is it was like power is profit or power is politics but no i think it was i'm very sure power is profit yeah he said power is profit Hmm. yeah but like i just think it's disgusting like i think in my personal opinion Sinn Féin really looked at um the uh childcare and everything like that and they really just looked at the young people of the country whereas these fucking money hunger hungry fuckers such as Fianna Gael and Fianna Fáil were only um they were grabbing from the the rich and the rich want obviously the rich want to say rich I'm gonna say fucking staying clocked in whilst uh, they're on 
ones. They're going on holidays and stuff. They're staying clocked in the dolls. They get extra money. That's something you won't fucking hear on RT because it's corrupt. RT is never going to give us the full news. You need to get your own news, which is really shit because you should be getting... Like, when asked about Keelings, if you don't know the whole Keelings thing... um. Basically, all of these workers were going to be sent over to work. They're always sent over. I didn't know this at all until I heard it on the news. Uh, workers from, um, where is it, Bolivia, Belgium, not Belgium. Um, let me just Google this quickly so I get my facts straight. Um, they are getting fruit pickers from... Oh my god, oh my god. It's like not loading. Oh, Bulgaria. There we go. Um, Keelings are getting workers from Bulgaria. And they do this every year, apparently. Um, So, all of these people were flown... Were going to be flown over by Keelings. Or were they already flown over? I think they were already... Yeah, they were already... They already flew over. Um... By Keelings, which is owned by Michael Keeling, who was appointed the um director for horse racing in Ireland, which is basically you don't really do fuck all. He's getting loads of money for it, so it's really everything is jobs with boys. We're not gonna talk about that. And it's like sis, and his fucking daughter is head of Borbia. Ah, government is so fucking corrupt. Um, but yeah, all these people were flown over from Bulgaria. Although you can't fucking move two kilometers from the house, they were being transported fucking miles and miles and miles and miles, uh, 189 of them, to pick this year's harvest. So, like, the whole situation for that is, like, fucking insane to me. So you're flying all these people over, and, like, the reason why... And like when Michael Keeling was asked like about this housing and stuff he didn't comment on what the housing would be like he did say that they would like conform to social distancing and all that but if you were a journalist or a reporter or whatever journalist reporter or something but well, not really but kind of um you would 100% I know like if I was fucking working in the media I'd be driving to that place straight a fucking way to find to find out what this housing is like and take pictures of it because I can fucking bet your bottom dollar that this is slave labor and we're not gonna get too much into it but you I can guarantee you that fucking housing is not is not right and Michael Keeling isn't commenting on it because he knows it's not right and he, like he is he is literally appointed by the government and stuff for a director of horse racing and everything so everything is being kept under wraps oh my god I literally am ranting so much but yeah, if you don't know too much about it, um, here's an article now, which is probably not going to tell you much either because it's literally from RTE, but uh, it's just like, fruit distribution company Keelan's declined to confirm whether 189 is flown in last week to pick years to house our housing single rooms undergoing, yeah, and undergoing restricted movement. So they're refusing to basically comment on the housing and it's on slave fucking labour. Um... So he's getting like so much fucking money from that and like it's it is insane and although like he one thing I found insane about it is that they were like oh yeah we did actually put out a thing so we didn't have to get all these Bulgarian workers flown in we did put out a 
a kind of a plea almost to be like, oh, we need all these workers and only 45 people applied for uh, picking this year's harvest. I do not believe that for a second. I know that you just wanted to get slave labour so you could get so much more money so you didn't have to pay for all of these workers. You didn't have to pay a... Um, I'm, I'm sure... I like, I'm fairly sure these if they are being appointed the all these contracts are being signed in bulgaria and everything so i wouldn't be surprised if they were going on bulgarian guidelines for minimum wage and everything just saying so um as i was talking about socialist why we should have a socialist government and all the capitalism and stuff like that because anything else capitalist government um, so if you don't know what socialism is, socialism is an, is is a political system and it is um an economic theory of the social organization. So basically it means the making and moving and trading and wealth and everything like that should be controlled by the workers. Um which it fucking should. But as I said, in the government that we have now with Fina Gale and Fina Vall, um it's capitalist and if you don't know what capitalist is then um look it up no just kidding so capitalist is the well capitalism is the system where the production and distribution are are like privately or corporately owned so basically jobs for the boys as I was talking about Dennis O'Brien owning the hotel, not owning all the hotels, obviously there's like different hotels, but it, like the subsidy is basically Dennis O'Brien owns a lot of them and everything like that. So he's profiting off it. He's literally, as I said, fucking homelessness is a business in this country, which is fucking upsetting, but it's true. Um. So we should ha- obviously have a socialist government because it just benefits all the people in the country and... But unfortunately, I don't think, well, we could, if Sinn Féin and stuff like that and people for profit and everything, if they have enough TDs to overthrow Fianna Gael, Fianna Fáil and Labour, which I'm fairly sure is actually going to go into government with Fianna Gael, Fianna Fáil, now, um, Mr. Alan Kelly's going to be so fucking happy about that. Um, if I say we will probably get more of a socialist system in the next five years because I know a lot of people my age, I know a few people who are actually only feeling a girl feel fall, but um I know people who a majority of people my age uh, are very Sinn Fein, but a lot of like a lot of people are Sinn Fein just because the Ra thing, which is like kind of a little bit ignorant. You should maybe just look into their manifestos a little bit more than just the fact that they are uh, linked with the IRA, um. But, yeah, no, like, if you don't think we should have a... If you believe in capitalism and everything, then, okay, whatever. But, I, like, that's... It's a democracy, man. <laughs> like, fucking... Literally, look up the meaning of socialism and, like, try tell me that fucking capitalism is a good thing. But, like, I... Okay, a lot of people will argue the fact that capitalism can be a good thing. Uh, but it's just in my personal opinion the whole i think the country should be they they should be the country should be kind of run for by the workers and for the workers because they are literally the backbone of this country and our government as i said turned socialist for two seconds during this whole pandemic giving the healthcare good whack they upped um tesco's wage people are working in essential workers they have been 
that obviously that wasn't super like government thing that was obviously the like a lot of the employer uh going up but has been raised so yeah I'm gonna leave it on that basically I have nothing else really to say on it uh I just kind of I just wanted to have a little bit of a chitty chatty about it so I really hope you enjoyed this week's podcast if you want more like like this podcast because this yeah this is my first uh, kind of political podcast um if you think I'm talking me out of my arse, um, do correct me on anything that you think I said wrong or Jonathan, because I am actually, I'm really open to feedback. Like, please, honestly, it's the only way you'll learn is if, uh, but don't do it in a mean way. Please don't like fucking, <laughs> I'm fragile. I'm fragile. Um, don't like fucking eat me in my Instagram DMs, 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 because I'll probably cry. <laughs> no, but seriously, um, you know, it's it's good to be critiqued sometimes because it's the only way you'll learn. It's you need to learn your lessons. So yeah, let me know if you think about this podcast. If you want to see more from me like this, then uh, obviously let me know. And I will see you next week. Please stay safe and all that jazz. And let me know how everyone's getting on a quarantine. I would love to know how everyone's because I'm really interested in what everyone's quarantine routine is. So anyway, thank you. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye.